0: CarPro USA is on with straight talk and honest answers about everything automotive from the CarPro, Jerry Reynolds. Jerry was in the car business for over 35 years, and he won USA Today's Dealer of the Year Award twice. Kevin McCarthy is his sidekick, a radio hall of famer who drives like he's on the radio. You can hear him, but you can't see him. Here they are now on CarPro USA.
1: Thank you so much for joining us on CarPro USA. This is the second weekend of January. And if you're thinking about making a move, let's talk about it. Here at CarPro USA, I am happy to help you. My name is Jerry Reynolds. I'm the CarPro. I was in the automobile business for many, many years. Been on the air now for in our 20th broadcast year. Uh, with this show, Kevin and I have been here this entire time giving straight talk and honest answers about everything automotive. And that's what we'll do for you. We don't take mechanical questions, but other than that, anything's on the table. And I know you're thinking ahead to, to this year. And, you know, I pushed you, many of you, to December because that's the month that the incentives are typically the absolute best. Uh, but, man, I've been so shocked that starting out this year, uh, the incentives are still really good. Some of them didn't go down at all, which I've never seen before. Uh, in fact, some of them got better. Honda, for the first time in their history, is doing 0% financing. They've never done that before. And so, you know, it, 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 it the appearance is that the auto industry wants to try to make up lost ground for 2020 because the plants were shut down for months. They couldn't produce cars. And if you're an automaker, and it doesn't matter which one, your money is made the minute that car rolls over the assembly line. Here's what happens. Car, car runs down the assembly line, depending on what line it is. you know, takes an hour or so to build a car. And every time one clicks off the line, it has been ordered by a car dealer because that's the factory's only customer, except for the case of Tesla. Then as soon as that car rolls over the line, the dealership that this car will be transported to is billed for that car. They get paid right that it's not your turn. I haven't introduced you yet right (laughs) that minute they get paid. And so when they're shut down for months and months and months because of COVID, and parts shortages and that sort of thing, it it takes a lot of money out of their pockets. So, here we are. It's 2021. The vaccine's coming. A lot of people have had it already. A lot more to get it. And we can sort of see an end to COVID. So, I think they're just going for it right now. Now, with that said, Kevin McCarthy, my trusty sidekick, chomping at the bit.
2: Well, you said two very interesting things in summary, to me, that make a lot of sense. I mean, you always do. But the the idea that because of the ground they lost last year in total sales, that they're going to keep pushing the pedal to the metal in the beginning of this year where they normally would kind of slack off in incentives and, and pushing sales, that makes sense. The other thing... I I can't believe that I didn't know this. I mean, I I know you've talked many times about the dealerships being the the manufacturers-only customers. That's correct. I didn't know that every car that rolled off the assembly line was actually ordered by a dealership. I know that dealers order a certain number of vehicles, but I thought they just Mm -hmm. produced. And then did what with them? No, that they produced You know, based on their research, X number of whatever model. And they did what with them? What do you think they do with them? And then told the dealers, hey, we've got these. You want some? No. No.
1: They, They don't build on speculation.
2: No spec homes? No. No spec cars?
1: No. They build strictly to sold orders. Wow. And those orders are sold to the dealers.
2: How do they ever lose money?
1: <laughs> well, <clears throat> it's not hard. <laughs> yeah,
2: well, I mean, but if, I mean, got...
1: 2008 comes to mind. <laughs> right? When, yeah. When General Motors and Chrysler went bankrupt, and Ford was on the verge, that hits me. Is is, is you know, it, it is
2: that's not a bad question. I mean, really, uh, if you if you sell everything you make then because you should make money.
1: Yeah, but they don't make money on every car that they sell. That's the difference. Ah. And they subsidize them. Ah, you know, yeah. the, the rebates get too big. The rebates and incentives based on it all started in October of 2011 after 9/11 when all of a sudden it's the 0% thing comes along and they've never been able to get off the cocaine.
2: So you're saying that if if they kind of went on Shark Tank and offered up a deal that maybe the sharks would say, uh, thanks for coming.
1: Yeah, it's it's not the most efficient system in the world, but it works, and yeah. it's worked for 110 years. Wayne in Houston, you've got the first word here in this hour of CarPro USA. Hello, buddy.
3: Uh, hello. Thank you, Jerry. Um, I have a couple of questions, and let me preface my first one by saying for the last 30 years I've driven – uh, Honda Accords and Toyota Camrys. Yeah. I'm switching, I uh, want to switch, or I'm thinking about switching to a small SUV, uh, pre owned uh, CX5, or I had looked at the uh, Subaru um, Crosstrek. Sure. Um, uh, the question about the Crosstrek that I have is. Um, it, uh, a neighbor of mine bought one and was told when he purchased his that there's a kit that you can purchase for nine hundred dollars that will boost the horsepower on the Crosstrek. Um, any, do you have any information on that?
1: I don't, and I certainly wouldn't do it because okay, okay, you, All right. you, you really you're really putting your warranty in jeopardy doing that. Uh, yeah, so I'm leaning
3: towards the cx5 anyway i would
1: too and there's a couple of reasons one you might have heard me talk last hour about what a job they're doing with the interiors with yes. the sky active technology they put some fun into these SUVs and some SUVs are just utilitarian they're just to get you from point a to point b and hey there is no bigger Subaru fan than me i've i've touted them for years used to own a Subaru dealership but the CX-5 has been an outstanding SUV, and here's the here's the thing. Even though I will tell you, and I won't, I won't, I won't apologize for saying this, I think a Mazda is as good a vehicle as a Honda or Toyota is, a hundred percent as good. But
0: That's they, good to
1: hear. <laughs> they haven't they haven't gained the respect that Honda and Toyota have, and so what does that mean for you? That means the resale isn't as good. What does that mean for you? It means you're going to get a better buy, especially going certified. So with all that said, I'd I'd have picked as much as I love Subaru, and as much as I love everything Subaru does, if I were going CPO, I'd go with the CX-5. You'll never regret it. You'll never look back. I promise you that. Jeff has Mazda. Talk to Candy there. She is a doll and she will take care of you there. They're at our website, carprousa.com.
0: The next time international talk like a pirate day rolls around, tell your friends you got advice from the Car Pro. Call 1-800-926-7777.
2: Here's an easy way to put a smile on your face and maybe win $100 in the process. Go to our website at carprousa.com. Click the Facebook logo. And the first thing you'll see on our Facebook page is a picture of Jerry on his daily walk with his beloved dog, Gracie, who can't do the full walk anymore. So he got her a new doggy stroller. It is just precious. (laughs) And if you can come up with the caption that We like best between now and Monday. Somebody's going to win a hundred bucks. And like I said, even if you don't win, you're going to put a smile on your face and we can all use more of those.
1: You know, you got a point there, sir. And let's go back to the phones and talk to Brian in Houston. Is it
4: Brian? No, it's Brian. Brian. Okay. Uh, It's Brian. That's Irish, actually. Oh, very good. Uh, Happy new year to you and Kevin. Thank, Thank
1: you. you, sir. We appreciate it. Back at you.
4: I I wanted to know if you know anything about the Lexus UX.
1: Yeah, I do. Um, it's a
4: 200H uh, F-Sport I'm looking at.
1: Okay. And then they make the 250 also. That's um, right. Yeah,
4: it's a bigger engine, I think.
1: It is. It is.
4: Or it might be 250, yeah. I I, 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 let me tell you, I have a BMW X1 now, and I was going to get an X2. My lease is going to be up sometime in August, I think. I must look at it. Uh, and I, I was looking at the X2, and it looks very similar. So someone said, "Look at the uh, UX Lexus." And a friend of mine has the NX.
1: Yeah, Is and I love I love the NX, and I love Lexus as a car company. I love everything they do, except the UX. Oh, I, that's right. I, I, I just, man, I just can't wrap my head around this thing because when when you go to their website and you look, you'll see. You'll see. Okay, they started thirty two, thirty three grand somewhere in there, right. and and you go, hey, that's not too bad. But then yeah. when you get to the dealership and you yeah. look at how fast the price rises when you get anything on it, the first, the next thing you know, you're at forty two grand. There is no SUV that size worth forty two grand.
4: No.
1: I, I just, I, I just can't, I can't like this SUV. I want to like it because it's a Lexus. And I know the right. quality's there, but I yeah. just think this is one that they've way overpriced. And hence, it ain't selling. Now,
4: you know, I, I And
1: I wonder why. Road.
4: Yeah. You know? I noticed there's not many road, so I thought maybe.
1: Now, here's the thing. Brian, if you like your X1, mm-hmm. this thing is going to have a, even with the F Sport option, it's going to have a totally opposite ride of what you're used to.
4: Oh, is that right? Now,
1: you may like that. It's gonna right. it's
4: gonna give you a much softer ride. The no, I like the firm suspension. I'm glad you told me that.
1: D- don't even bother looking then. Go. Oh, okay. on, I get
4: another BMW then. Go
1: on back to the BMW, <laughs> oh, and
4: and right. you'll thank be happy, you. brother. Okay, thank you very much.
1: It's all great right. talking to you. I appreciate you, and we'll stay in Houston and talk to Adrian. Adrian, yo.
5: Jerry, thanks for taking this um happy new year to you and you see what i, I did there <laughs>
0: Very <laughs>
1: it's, it's adrian i said yo
5: yo yeah, yo know, I, I get it all the time i so bet, bet saying, you, do, yo you. <laughs> but uh i always listen to your show even though i've never really been in the market for a car just for information and keeping up with things but well thank I you do have a legit question now my uncle he is 80 years old. He lives outside of Denver in the mountains in Evergreen, where it's always snowing. And so he had a Chrysler 300, and he was always oh. getting stuck in the snow. Oh, my God.
1: That's, that's the worst car you could possibly have in the snow. Exactly. And then he found
5: that out the hard way. So <laughs> he's in the market for—he for, doesn't want a new one, but he wants a a, a used one, but a new model used one. They didn't want to go that, that far back. And he goes, oh well, I, I like the Lincoln Navigator, and I'm thinking, gosh, that's, okay. I don't know if that's That sounds like a real heavy car for up in the area. And I was, I was thinking, gosh, surely I can lead him in a better direction. Yeah, than you Lincoln can, and, and
1: and it would do it would do better than the Chrysler if he got if he got a four wheel drive Navigator. But it's still a big old heavy car. It it, it yeah. at eighty years and old. Him, at eighty years old, him, his reflexes, his vision are not as good as they once were. Right. Man, having something that big is just not a good idea. Well, he
5: even said he doesn't want all the gadgets. It's confusing to him, all the different electronics and stuff. He, goes, yes. he wants to keep it fairly simple. He wants a good ride, but he absolutely needs four wheel drive. And I suggested a Subaru because everybody in Denver drives a Subaru. That's correct. He goes, no, everyone's got a su-. he goes, I don't want a Subaru. Everyone's got one. Well, so like, and,
2: you know,
1: and he's I'm right. Kind of
2: stuck, huh?
1: In one one aspect of it, I would tell him to look at the Ascent. It sounds like he's prone to larger vehicles. The Ascent is uh, larger than the Outback or Forester, which is what everybody around Denver's got. But the Ascent is not nearly as big as the Navigator that he's considering, yet it's still got the great all-wheel drive system and also the Eyesight system, two things he really needs. Tell him to look at the Ascent.
0: Whether to buy new or used. When to trade in your old car. Jerry Reynolds can help. Call the Car Pro.
1: 1-800-926-7777. And we go to Cleveland. Ron, welcome. How can I help you?
3: Hi, Jerry. Hi, Kevin. Happy New Year. Same Thank to you, you buddy. I'm um, all right, I'm looking at a 2017 Ford, um, what's the small SUV?
1: The Escape or the Eco Sports. Escape.
3: No, the the Escape, but it's an S model. Uh, I, I understand that's a smaller engine than than the other ones. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about that? As far as for my grandson, he's going to be 16 now,
1: 16 and a half. They, they've been really good. I mean, since inception, I... I talked to my mother-in-law. She could she could buy any SUV in the world she wants, and I talked her into an Escape a couple of years ago. It had the 2-liter EcoBoost, and she just absolutely dearly loves the doggone thing. But quality-wise and durability-wise, they've been great, and I like that it's the S because he's going to have fewer horses under the hood, and especially for a 16-year-old boy, that's a good thing. That's what you want. All right. I All
3: right, that's exactly what we're going to do then. Thank you, Jerry, sh- for your help. appreciate
1: it. Be sure you look at a history report before you pull the trigger. I use AutoCheck. Okay. I recommend AutoCheck. They're the most accurate out there. I know a lot of people like Carfax, but I just can't recall the hundreds of inaccuracies I've caught Carfax in through the years. And that's why I've always recommended AutoCheck. They just do a great job. Very accurate information. Right. So, yeah, I think you're fine, buddy.
3: Okay, thank you so much. I appreciate your
1: help. It is great talking to you. Don't forget, if you haven't subscribed to our newsletter today and you would like to see the sales numbers for all of 2020, you'll find that Ford was on top again, but Toyota breathing down their neck. And then third place was uh, Chevrolet, and then fourth place was Honda, but they were a long way back from Chevrolet. Uh, there's there's less than 200,000 vehicles difference between first and third place for 2020. And it's not typically that close, to be honest with you. So Toyota snuck up on Ford and Chevrolet snuck up on Toyota. So interesting numbers and all kinds of good information at our newsletter. All you got to do is go to carprousa.com at the bottom of the page.
2: Hit your bets now, ladies and gentlemen.
0: If you're not looking at a CarPro recommended dealer, you're just rolling the dice. Call the CarPro for a sure thing at 1-800-926-7777. This
1: hour of CarPro USA is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who save with Progressive save over $750 on average. It's like a stimulus check. Go to Progressive.com.
2: Jerry occasionally does a rant about something that he feels passionate about, and I'm going to try to keep my passion under control, but I have a little rant, a little thing that's been uh, bothering me lately. You know, YouTube is full of great videos on how to do just about everything. If you're working on a project and you get stuck, you go to YouTube and, ah, that's how you do it. On the other hand, I have seen some of the absolute 180% totally wrong advice on everything having to do with buying a car or anything else automotive, except maybe fixing one. Some of the, Jerry, those videos from so-called experts about how to beat the car salesman and you know, how to hack this and how to, you know, some yeah. of them are, they're just
1: terrible. There's a lot of car, ex car salesmen out there that got fired and don't know what to do and can't get hired. So they do a YouTube video.
2: There you go. It's so perfect. If you want an ex car salesman that got fired to <laughs> help guide you on your process?
1: There's, there's so much misinformation on the internet, especially when it comes to cars. And maybe it's, maybe it is on a lot of things. The only thing I know anything about is cars. So I look at some of this stuff and, you know, it was like, it's horrible. A couple of years ago, I took on an editor at some car magazine and just called him out for just horrible information. Uh, and, and most recently, Dave Ramsey. I I have a lot of respect for. I mean, I have a lot of respect for.
2: Except when it comes to
1: car advice. he was giving car advice, and he couldn't have been more wrong.
2: Well, and and the thing that gets me is, you know, opinions are one thing. Right. But when people have opinions that I go, what? And they also have their facts wrong that they're basing those opinions on, then it just really chaps my, you know what? Yeah, because
1: I always say. If you make a mistake buying a car, it's going to be a costly one. Mm-hmm. And if you listen to some of these people on these YouTube channels and, you know, I get tickled when somebody on Facebook ask an, the opinion of people on a certain car.
2: Oh, yeah. The, the, they just and all ask of a sudden,
1: th- everybody on Facebook's an expert. Yeah. And I will private message those people if I know them
2: mm-hmm.
1: and say, you're really going to get frustrated if you... Follow the advice that they're
2: giving you. Yeah. Man on the street is not the guy to ask about a car.
1: No. And let's go to New Braunfels, Texas and talk to Larry. Larry, good day. What can I do for you?
3: I re- I go back many, many years and L.A., K.A.B.C., Waco, Ken Barrett, and Voice. You guys were the tops back then, many years ago.
1: Well, that's very kind of you, sir, and I appreciate the kind words.
3: I, when i heard you this now on the radio last Saturday i tried to kill him i couldn't but i i was had to go back and think is this the guy i was on many years ago but anyway having said that glad you're back good i have a 2006. i have a 2016 infinity uh q50 with the turbo i love the car Yeah. uh the wife was on on set now getting for some reason i never even thought about it but they're really getting popular on the volvo the
1: S U V. What's your take on them and you know. I, I like I like the QX I'm sorry, the X C sixty and the X C ninety both. Um Right. I had the I had the X C forty and I really thought it was overpriced. Um but that and was
3: I agree with you there. That was I when it was
1: new. Did. I don't know if they've done any incentives on it since then, but I just thought it it was nice. It was okay, but I thought there were better choices. Now, the XC60 and the 90, the interiors of those, both those, outstanding work. And, of course, we know what Volvo's known for, and that's safety. And they drive good. And and they have really come on strong with their quality uh, since Volvo sold some years ago. The quality's gotten much better, so I would say, are you going to buy or are you going to lease, Larry?
3: I what I'm 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 in my seventies. I retired from L.A. County Fire, and uh, the wife and I've been only here three years in Texas. We love it. Once one one big gripe I have in New Brownsville is growing, but they don't have that many dealerships. No, you have to go out of town. You,
1: you got to go to you, know, you there got to go to, a- to uh, Austin or San Antonio, uh, yeah, or. Um, right. you'll have a, right. l- a few better choices in Houston, uh, but, you know, that's yeah. just, that's inconvenient for service. That makes it tough. Yeah. Uh, are y'all thinking yeah. third, y'all thinking third row seat or no third row seat?
3: Uh, it's, you know, we know drive we're, we're a lot, we we're, we do take our kids to the ball games, you know, low league and all that. Uh, doesn't really matter, you know?
1: Okay. I was going to tell you, if you like the Volvo XC 60, Look at the look at the Lexus RX 350. I, it's just it's just an I, outstanding SUV.
3: Yes, yes. One quick question. I I'm, I'm, I really thank you. Have you were hearing from the boys back there in, in, in uh, the KABC area? Michael Jackson and all those none of them.
2: No, I
1: we haven't been on KABC. Now we've been in L.A. for uh, twelve years, and and we're on KNX. No, 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 no. We're on kx oh, yeah, now, so I, th- I think you might have me confused with somebody else. But maybe um, yeah, w- we we love being in LA. We love going out there. Uh, the auto show got canceled last year because of COVID, so we didn't make yeah. it out. But um, yeah, we we you know I, I, back to your situation. Before we run short on time here, um, I would tell you to look at the look at the Lexus RX 350. Oh, and well. if you're going to lease, if you decide to lease. That's for sure the best way to go is the Lexus RX. No question about it. Hey. And Larry, we got to run. Hey. I appreciate the call more than you know, and thank you. Call me anytime. And in Ohio. and welcome. How can I help you?
6: Oh. Hi. Hi. You? I listen to you. I've been listening to you the past few um, uh, Saturdays on overtime and working from home. And you seem to have so much knowledge about cars and trucks.
1: Well, that's all I do.
6: (laughs) (laughs) I want want your opinion on we need a – I live on an incline, a pretty steep incline, and it's quite a bit of driveway. And um, we're thinking of a truck solely for adding a um, plow to maintain the property. And I was wondering, um some years back, we had that really big f two fifty dodge ram, I believe yeah, yeah, that we had, and that was really too big, and it was constantly tearing up the the drive I, I think he had a shovel too big for anyway, mm. but my uh what I want from you is your opinion on the smallest truck. Okay. Um,
1: That's an easy one. That's a really easy one.
6: Make it up that hill.
1: And and understand, understand, I live in Dallas, Texas. I could put the snowfall we've had here in the last five years into a teaspoon. But I do talk to a lot of people in Cleveland. We're on the air in Detroit in areas that, you know, get a lot of snow. Everybody tells me to go with the Toyota Tacoma. The four-wheel drive system is great. It's not too big. And they make a lot of plows that will fit that. Try the Tacoma.
0: Don't be SOL when you buy an SUV. Call the CarPro for the right deal and Dealer. 1-800-926-7777.
2: Just a reminder here at CarPro USA. If during the week, a question comes up—something about a car, is it buying, leasing, any insurance, anything—and you don't know the answer. Don't go to Mr. Google. Go to CarProUSA.com. Check out Jerry's FAQs. He's got almost a hundred answers to his most frequently asked questions there. They make a lot more sense than Mr. Google usually.
1: Yeah, usually, and uh, every one of those articles was written by me.
2: And as a matter of fact, a lot of times, if you Google the questions, we show up. You right show up right at the top.
1: Yeah I, yeah, I see that a lot. That always kind of makes me smile. Let's talk to Mark in Middlefield, Ohio. Hello, Mark. Hello, Jerry, and happy New Year to you. And you too, my friend. What can I help you with?
3: Explain to me how depreciation works. I've heard that the minute you drive your car off the lot it loses value and then every year from there on it loses value so kind of explain how that works
1: yeah and that's that's accurate um that's a that's sort of a five thousand foot view but um uh, depreciation is it, particularly in this past year mark has been greatly over exaggerated i mean the used car market throughout two thousand twenty was very good, and people were shocked at how much their used car was worth. There's a lot of factors. Sometimes you get very popular cars that the depreciation is virtually nothing. Uh, And it doesn't have to be an exotic car. Uh, Look at the resale value on a Toyota Tacoma. Look at the resale value on a Toyota Tundra. Both those are amazing. Look at the resale value on some Lexus models, but most of your mainstream cars, the the depreciation is steeper. So what? But here's the here's the thing, and I had to explain this to a, a listener earlier today, as a matter of fact, that the market sets used car prices. Dealerships don't. The market is what the market is, and so if you've got a brand new car. And it's got a huge rebate when you buy it. Let's talk numbers for just a second. Let's say you're looking at a a, a forty thousand dollar Ford Edge. It's got a five thousand dollar rebate on it. You can get a you know three to four thousand dollar discount on it. So that forty thousand dollar car can be bought for thirty one thousand. A year from now, how much cheaper than thirty one thousand does it have to be? To get you, Mark, to consider it versus a brand new one. What's the number? Is it five thousand dollars? So, it, if the, if the market says that it's worth twenty six a year later, you've lost five thousand dollars in depreciation. But if you look at twenty six versus the MSRP, then it looks like you lost eleven thousand, but you really didn't. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Yeah.
4: Oh,
1: yeah. There's there's no outrunning depreciation on a car. You can lessen it. When I know that I'm talking to a listener that drives a lot of miles, the first thing I tell them is don't buy a new car. Buy a used car. Find that new car that you like, and, and there'll be a used one out there that's a couple of years old, and then you let somebody else take that first-year depreciation. People who really don't like car depreciation, and I'll be honest with you, I'm one of those. Those people lease their cars,
3: okay? See, I, I drive about 17,000 miles a year, so I don't think leasing is going to be good for me. You,
1: you'd be fine leasing 15,000 is the average contract, uh, that's 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 the allowable miles. Now, when you start watching ads they try to they'll do 10,000 miles a year, 12,000 miles a year. That's strictly to get the payment down to look more attractive. But you could buy your extra couple of 1,000 miles a year, buy it up to 17,5 and I promise you this, leasing would work out great for you. You're a good candidate to go to that FAQ page. I appreciate the call.
0: Okay, there's new car, used, certified pre-owned, or maybe leasing is the way to go. There are lots of choices, and Jerry Reynolds, the car pro, can help you find the right one. Call him now at
1: 1-800-926-7777. Well, Howard, you got the last word here in this hour. What can I do for you?
7: There are several things. One You mentioned uh, Subaru. That is the official car of Colorado. Number two, the Ascent saved our family members' life when somebody hit them in the front. Really? Yeah. So, all right. Let me say this. A friend, someone I know of, went into bought the new Tesla, and he paid, and for $10,000 more, an app, you can get the car to drive you almost by itself, anywhere you want to go. Now, the driver still has to be there. Sure. But as, of, as of now, if he had paid 10000 more, this car would have – you didn't have to put your hands on the steering wheel. And if you said, take me to my girlfriend's house, the car would have driven you there.
1: Howard, that is only partially true. There is, there is no Level 5 autonomous car at this point. I think Tesla probably will be the first one to get there. Maybe Cadillac. The best self-driving car, quote-unquote self-driving car I've been in, is the Cadillac with Super Cruise. But guess what Cadillac did? They've mapped. They, they've driven millions of miles to map the roads. Well, Tesla has got, they've got the autopilot system, which is a very good system and is probably as, as good as it gets right now. However, it's still not perfect. I mean, we've had, I'm going to say over the past three years, we've had five different stories of people who have been killed in Teslas that weren't paying attention. They had their hands off the wheel, watching a movie, playing a video game, doing something. We're not there yet, and you can't buy a fully autonomous car today. We're still years away from that. I do appreciate the call, though, my friend.
0: It's not an accident. Jerry Reynolds is called the Car Pro for a reason. Call him now at 1-800-926-7777.